When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? A 90 year old woman in the UK has officially become the first patient in the world to receive a coronavirus vaccine. Margaret Keenan, who turns 91 next week, said it was the best early birthday present she could get. Oh, she was given the injection of the Pfizer vaccine Tuesday morning. Uh, this is the first of about 800,000 on the U, uh, the UK plans to give out in the next few weeks. Wow. Okay. We're Chris, getting get there. We're getting there. Crank him, man. So exciting. I yes. know. Yeah. I heard somebody say last night, Jim Cramer of Mad Money on CNBC. He said he's expecting more of these, uh, more pharmaceutical companies to be coming out with their own vaccines. So it's not just like we'll have these three. He said at some point we're going to have, he keeps calling it a vaccine glut, where it's just like a traffic jam of vaccines, to which I say, honk, honk, beep, beep. Yeah, so hopefully everyone will get it. Mm. Here's hoping. All right. Uh, there's no MLB representation in Nashville. Stars like Darius Rucker, Justin Timberlake, and Luke Combs, they think it's BS. And they've come together to push for a baseball team in Nashville. They've all invested in the plan, along with Music City Baseball, as a way to bring another major sport to Nashville. I think that's well, you great. Know, yeah. When they got a hockey team, nobody thought it would be cool. And it was really cool. Yeah. So and it like hit in that town. So in that yeah. arena, just right smack in the middle of, of right. Music Row, um, or Lower Broadway, technically. I mean, it's just oh. so cool. <laughs> oh no! Okay, David Crosby from Crosby, Stills, Nash. Uh, he has become the latest rock veteran to put the rights to his music on the auction block. You know, Bob Dylan did yeah. this a couple days ago. He got four hundred million. <laughs> Phoenix <laughs> got a hundred yes. million. Yes. Now uh, somebody, you know, he answered on Twitter. He said, "I have a family and a mortgage, and I have to take care of them. So it's my only option." I'm sure others feel the same. And then people said, "Well, I get you. I hope you get the same as Dylan." And he goes, "Not a chance." <laughs> so very yeah, probably David not Crosby. Yeah. All right, that is the latest dirt. You can find more stories like this on our website or download our app. That is brand new information. My talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 8.20, 12.20, and 5.20 on My Talk 1071. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show again. It's the hump day version of our <laughs> because program. Of the, yes. Because of the Wednesday thing. That's right. We're over <laughs> the hump or we will be over the hump. I get it. Oh, okay. man. This week is flying by. I feel like it was just a weekend. Listen, D-Bone. Listen. 
We've been saying this 80% of the weeks during 2020. It is this great uh, contradiction, which is 2020 feels so blah, stuck in mud. Yet we keep looking back at each of these weeks and like, wow, that flew by. You know what they say about raising kids? The days are long, but the years are short. Mm. Uh, and it sort of feels like that with weeks. The days are long. No, but the days go by, too. I'm going to I'm gonna head <laughs> Workshop out. Workshop that. Okay, yeah. All right, bye, yeah. guys. All right, bye. See you later. All right. Hey, how's your car doing? Oh, Donna. Oh, what? You want to put an offer in on it, I bet? I oh. got my car detailed for the first time. In my life, never have I had a vehicle detailed, ever in my life. And my wife got this for me for a birthday present. Shout out to, what a name, OC Detail. Oh, I love this, it. That's isn't great. Isn't that good? Yes. OC Detail in Eden Prairie. Uh, it They got my car looking like it's new. The inside is every nook, every cranny. They got it all. It looks. It just looks so good. And you know how motivated you feel when your car is fully clean? Yes. And then you're just like, great, let's keep it this way. It's hard to motivate yourself, though, when you see wrappers and there's crumbs, etc. <laughs> but when you have a really blank slate, just like if you're trying to stop biting your nails, when you get a manicure, it gives you a little motivation of like, okay, look, I don't have to look like I survived something. I can just have nice fingernails. Same thing for me with a car. Uh, I'll take questions from anywhere. Mm. <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Oh, Guys, I also didn't know. I don't I don't know if you should tip a, a car detailer or not. I don't so either. Th- well, I went on. I figured it out for us, I think. I went on to uh, online. Should you tip a car detailer? And some people are like, yes, absolutely. Anywhere between 20, 10 and 20% is typical. Then I found a Reddit thread. You know, in Reddit, they really try to get to the bottom of it. And they said, uh, no, you shouldn't, because if they own their own business, especially then they should have baked in that oh. to their price. Sure. Well, I uh, panicked. And and I I I tipped him. Now listen, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you some numbers right now, okay? You yeah. want you want me to just bare my soul? Yes. What do you want my W two? Yep. Yes. I'd love to see everybody's W two. Um, okay, so now this OC detail in Eden Prairie again. Shout out, dude, crushed it, and he was great, funny, very funny, very funny guy. What's up there? Very funny. I was trying to keep up with what this you, funny. What do you think? You're the only funny person on the planet? No, I just, it was a low-key guy. He's like, I want to detail your car. This is the guy that I came in uh, a couple nights ago, dropped my car off, and I said, am I in the right place? And he said, yeah. You the vomit guy? Because remember, there was the, <laughs> yes. we were looking for someone was dropping off a car. I met vomit guy, by the oh, way. Oh, no way. He was picking his car up at the same time, and I was like, oh, vomit guy. And I said, what was it, a kid? He said, my sister-in-law. I didn't ask any follow-up questions. But I, uh, uh, he was just so funny. I got a loaner car for a day. It was an, it was an old uh, minivan with two hundred and thirty thousand miles nice. on it. Nice. He said, "Hey, you're gonna want to park this in an alley." <laughs> he told me that when he gave me. It was his car. It's his family van, which he told me his daughter drove into their living room at one point. Oh my god! It was great. He said, "Hey, and if you're thinking about locking it, just don't. Honest, honestly, anything can happen to this this car. It doesn't matter. It he just, wants it none to of get it stolen. Matters. Yes, yeah, it was. Gotcha. He was he was great. It was one hundred and sixty dollars for the detailing. Now okay, I I think right. that that's kind of on the uh, on the higher end in the scale of things. Not if they do that good of a job. But that's just it. 
Lou had gotten a mobile detailing once where they come to your house, and she's convinced that like ah, it just didn't go the way that you want, and then you're still out a hundred bucks. Right. And uh, true. So anyway, it gets to the point. It's one sixty-five. Excuse me. He says, "All right, one sixty-five. And he had washed my car. I said, "Lou, is he? Are they washing the car just the inside?" Right? She said, "Yeah, I didn't pay for any washing." This. Uh, and then he washed it. It was all washed. She was like, "Look, I got some of the rust spots off your wheel." Took pride in his work. <laughs> Stevie Boy says, "Can you just round that up to two hundred dollars?" And then he, <laughs> he like took a second. You ever wonder if you're tipping someone too much? Yeah. And he said, "Ah, uh, yeah." Again, woo! Thank you, man. That's really generous. And then I realized, have I over-tipped and set a precedent for myself? <laughs> he's probably no. never gotten a tip before. No, but, he's gotten well, a tip. Well, his reaction when you say you saying that. I'm sure he's gotten so a tip. So you gave him a $40 tip. I gave him a $35, $35. tip. I'm sorry, it was one sixty-five, and I said, okay. just round it up. But I realized he saved me the time and the money from going to get my car washed. So there's 10 bucks right there. And then... Uh, and then after that, it's like a $25 tip for such a great job that he did. He walks you all around the car. I said, hey, did you find anything? Find anything? Because they said they found they found some shady stuff in cars. He said, uh, mm. no, just a lot of... Cheerios? A lot of gummies. Said, a lot of gummies. I said, really? A lot of gummies. Said, oh, cute. But, uh, he, yeah, they give you a tour of the car, and then uh, you just... You know, he like walks around, opens all the doors so that you see he'll let you know, like, oh, you know what? I worked on something right here. Every little sticky spot is gone. I mean, I could slide right off the seat right now. Everything is just so, so clean. So I think it's a good gift idea for someone this That's holiday great. season. It's called OC Detail in Eden Prairie. Um, tell him Steve sent you, and he'll be like, was he the vomit guy? <laughs> Jeez, you just gave this guy a nine minute commercial. <laughs> well, I do such a great experience, you know, and that's what good businesses get. Do you know how you feel like often you bump into bad customer service? I feel like subpar customer service is running rampant. It's just so often you're talking with someone on the phone, bad attitude. You talk with someone in store, not happy. And it's like, what's going on here? I feel like Chick-fil-A is the only place where people are smiling at you. And then when you get one, it's like a bright, shining star. And that's the sort of folks that I want to say, hey, man, Thank go there. You. Donna, you should get yours detailed. I need to. It's disgusting. Well, you got that fat dog in the back. Wow. That is just. <laughs> well, okay, what are we calling it? Your vet called him obese. She said very overweight. <laughs> I need to go and weigh him. Uh, speaking of that dog. You know, this is a warning to you, Steve. Okay. If you let a couple of weeks go by without mm-hmm. picking up your dogs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the yard. You can't even say it now. Mm-mm. No. Do you do? You will not believe. I picked up nine pounds of poo. Nine pounds. How do I know it was nine pounds, you ask? How do you <laughs> Girl- think? Girlfriend waited. <laughs> She got a scale for a reason. I had 22 bags of poo, and each one was not just one, you know. Oh, my God. One. Yeah, there were multiple scoops in there. Yes. Um, And this is why you do the map. Uh, That's right. The crap map is what we call it. It's a crap map. (laughs) I do it in the winter because. Sometimes it snows on top of it, and I want to make sure I get it off of there. My grass is ruined. In all those spots. There were some I spots was, I couldn't even get. 
You know, I hear there's a hack, although I don't know, Pooh might not be, but you know, when pee turns your lawn mm-hmm. yellow, which my dog is currently doing, yep. there's a little thing you can put in their water, mm-hmm. and then it balances out like the acidity, I guess, in their I urine. I always put vinegar in my okay. dog's water, oh. and that helped a little bit, but there's also a, a pill, like a chewable tablet oh. you can give them. Okay. That you can buy at any pet store. Now, was this one of the pictures that you <laughs> sent me it? last night? It is. Yes. Tis. We, are we talking about that or not? I don't. We don't have to. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it was. It was nice. You sent me the dog crap picture. It was all the blue bags, right? Yep. Those are nice bags. Thank you, Steve. What kind do you use? Uh, thanks for asking. We use black bags, but that's per the HOA. It is not. I'm teasing. Oh, my God. Could you oh imagine if they tell you what kind of bags? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, we got to go. All right, let's go. Okay, uh, quiz time, everybody, especially if kids are listening with your parents. Everybody uses Bluetooth now in some way, shape, or form. Do you know where it got its name? It's kind of a fun mm. little fact. We'll get into that and other dumb things you don't need to know. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment and everything that makes us go. I believe we have heard this before, maybe two years ago. So if you remember it, way to go. Your retention is awesome. Bluetooth, the technology, is named after a 10th century Scandinavian king. Named Harold Bluetooth. No way. What? What? Okay, now there's a really cool reason as to why. He united Danish tribes into one kingdom. So when Bluetooth technology was invented, they picked Harold Bluetooth's name because it unified the way that machines communicate. So he took all of these Danish tribes and brought them all together in one kingdom so that they could communicate with each other. Wow. And in the same way that Bluetooth technology allows your AirPods to connect with your car or your computer or your television or whatever, Mm. Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Mm. I have a problem with Bluetooth. (laughs) Why? I still wear wired headphones. Not the name. I just, I just, I'm just the worst. You don't know how to connect it. I tried getting my pictures off my phone onto my computer via Bluetooth. Yesterday, nothing is working right. I mean, listen to this. I'm driving the other day. My Bluetooth from like to play music from my phone Mm -hmm. to my radio has not worked in a good, I don't know, four years. Out of the blue, I'm driving and all of a sudden Taylor Swift starts playing. Out of the blue. (laughs) And I'm like, why did my Bluetooth... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just <laughs> randomly start working. Ooh. Anyway, I have issues. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you do. I won't bore you with the rest of the story. 
Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Thanks, Don. Uh, <laughs> You're I a did. real pal. I liked both uh, of them. I like the fact that Bluetooth is named after a Danish king. Yes, Harold Bluetooth. And I liked your story. Thanks, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyway. that mean there's still a Bluetooth family? Presumably. Oh, I would guess so, yeah. And one of us, not the three of us, but one of us, the global us, is related to that guy. Maybe somebody listening. He's Scandinavian. Many oh. Minnesotans are Scandinavian. Yeah. 23 and me. <laughs> Cher has the record for the longest amount of time between her first and last number one hits. I Got You, Babe, was number one in August of 1965. Whoa. Believe. <laughs> was number one 33 and a half years later. Wow. In April of 1999. Wow. Fa la 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 la. There have been proposals made to the Las Vegas City Council for casinos with themes including the Titanic, the Moon, the WWE, Playboy, London, San Francisco, and the Caribbean. Yet, for various reasons, none of them has ever happened. If you could take one of those themes and turn it into a casino, mm-hmm. which would you take? Titanic, the Moon, WWE, Playboy, London, San Francisco, Caribbean. Let's get rid of the places. Those are boring. Moon. I would do moon. Let's do the moon. moon. Yeah. Okay, I'm between moon and... Anti-gravity section, where if you're a high roller, you get to just float around to each machine. (laughs) There's moons and stars on the ceilings. Sir, place your bet. I'm trying. I'll meet you in Cassiopeia. (laughs) That would be fun. Right? Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Pogs. Member Pogs? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what that word is. Pogs got their name from a Hawaiian brand of juice called Pog Juice. Mm-hmm. Pa- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm, Pog. Pog Juice. Pineapple, orange. Oh, my God. And then what is it? Guava. Oh, guava. Ooh. Oh, that sounds really good. Wow. Pogs, Donna, were like, I never really got into Pogs, but they were big in the mid-90s. Um and by the way, when you go to search Pogs in Google, it stops you and it's like, you mean pig, right? Oh, no, I mean Pogs. <laughs> it's like a toy um, or something? They're like, like these circular little these medallions. Little discs that you flip, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Quee. But aren't they made of cardboard? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, it's like, like a game. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, uh, when you make those little footballs out of paper and you try to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to do oh. table football. Table, yeah. yeah. And technically, the game is called Milk Caps. Milk Caps is a game that was popular among children during mm. the early to mid-1990s. The brand named Pog is owned by the World Pog Federation. Interesting. Huh. Huh. I, I looked something up and it says, collection of 42 Israeli Pogs. Definitely get the Israeli ones. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, so you you don't trade them or anything? You could trade your pogs. Oh. You could be like, hey, I have a you know whiz ball pog. Can I get your spinnerbait pog? I don't know. Whatever. Okay. All right. Interesting. <clears throat> oh, fa la 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 la. Most of the static <laughs> that you hear on a radio is caused by the radiation field around Jupiter. Ooh. Really? 
What is up with that? Ooh wee! What's up with that? What's up with that? I said, who do you do? Who do who do? What's up with that? Uh, this uh, is what we do for a living. Uh, <laughs> Let that you know sink what in. Been good? I know, I know that the 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 debates are far behind us now. That would have been a really nice, a nice thing for the American people. <laughs> Vice President-elect Biden says something, or President Trump says something. You always question what somebody says, and then when somebody says something, give Keenan five different opportunities during the course of the debate to come out. And then you just hear, oh dun, 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 dun. the piano starts playing, <laughs> and then he so slides fun. out. What's up with that? That would be hilarious. Why I mean, they didn't do that on they SNL? Should have. Oh, God. Dang it. I mean, we, we need to be SNL writers, let's be honest. We do. Seriously, it's so yeah. true. We pick the, we the show apart every week. Yeah, and then we would have a solid two weeks of material and then go, I have writer's block. I know. I can't. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right. gosh. Oh gosh! Mm. Oh, fa la 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 la. I'm done. Oh, oh good. Okay good. then. Oh, oh I mean, no. bad. Oh, very very bad. Shoot. I know, guys. It has to end though. Very bad. But don't forget about our uh, 13th annual Sanya uh, Sanya project. Oh, it's uh, it's. Not to be confused with the Santa Project. No, it's uh, virtual this year. It benefits the Ronald McDonald House Charities. It's going on till the 12th. Uh, thanks to our generous partners who are sponsoring a day and each donating a $1,000 match to our Santa Project Fund. Uh, Grand P- Pad, Voyage Healthcare, ClearStep Financial, Huxley Optical, Burnsville Heating and Air. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Find out more by going to our website and using keyword Santa. Ken Jennings Talk next. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. I just learned something new about Ken Jennings. What'd you learn? You probably already know it, but um, the greatest Jeopardy contestant of all time. He went to school in South Korea? I did. No, I did not know that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I'm reading this thing that was um, in TMZ, on TMZ's website. And I'm like, they're saying it as if people knew. (laughs) But anyway, so Seoul Foreign School in South Korea has named him its 2020 Alumnus of the Year. And he's going to be delivering the commencement speech in June to the graduating class of 2021. The school says that this is the highest honor that it bestows upon alumni. And it recognizes recipients' excellence in their chosen field of endeavor, outstanding service to the community or profession, as well as devotion to Seoul Foreign School. Wow. What does he, what does he do for a living other than, you know, his contribution to Jeopardy right now? My assumption would be that when he, after he went on his tear... Don't you think that just turns into appearances and speaking engagements yes. where he could ask for a lot of money? Probably. Maybe he'll write a book. So Jennings moved to South Korea with his parents when he was seven years old because of their jobs, whatever that was. And he attended that school from grades um, two to 12 until he was 17. He graduated high school in 1992 If you're just joining us, we're talking about Ken Jennings. He has said many times 
this is the part that I'm like, he has? Uh, that his time in South Korea led to his desire to learn as much as possible about America and the world. And it also led to his obsession with Jeopardy. He watched it almost every day with friends after school on the only channel they got there. Oh, isn't that crazy? What a cool story. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Of course, Ken Jennings won a record 74 games in a row on the show in 2004. And in early 2020, he was crowned the greatest of all time in that tournament with Brad Rutter and James Holzhauer. Holzhauer, yeah. and um ba, 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 ba. he's written a lot of books by the way ken jennings oh he has including okay. his trivia almanac eight thousand eight hundred eighty eight questions in oh. 365 days oh my as gosh well that as sounds fun brainiac his best-selling uh account of his own adventures in the curious competitive compulsive world of trivia buffs takes you behind the scenes of jeopardy wow this is just fascinating to me now um, don't forget he's going to be hosting on, um, I know that we said Christmas Day, but I feel like it got bumped. No, no, no. Christmas Day, I believe, is, is the, the last, last day, day that Alex, Alex. Trebek's, uh, the episode that he right. taped on October 29th will air. I think that Ken Jennings is going to be, then they're doing a couple I weeks of best of shows. Though, Steve. I don't think it's airing on Christmas Day anymore. I'll get back to you. Yeah, I, I think, think they did. Uh, they said. moved it to January. Mm-hmm. I thought that the his last uh, show that he actually hosted was still Christmas Day, but they're also adding two weeks worth of like best of Alex shows. That sounds closer to the truth. I don't know. I'll find out. For I'll you. tell anyway, you this. Let me tell you one more thing. No. Oh, please. <laughs> please. Oh, okay. I just All want right. to tell you that he was just nominated for a Grammy. Oh, Kenny was nominated for a Grammy for best spoken word album for reading Alex Trebek's book. The answer is reflections on my life, but he's trying to get the Grammys to allow him to share the nomination with Alex. I don't know how that would be possible if he didn't, if Alex didn't read the book. Sure. Yeah. Allowed. Yeah, then you you know if you win you you obviously like because they are real to... rule followers over there, right? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Speaking... have standards, yeah. do you? No. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm done. La 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 la. If you miss seeing Ken Jennings and James Holzhauer and the other guy Brad Rutter, who were in the Greatest of All Time Jeopardy Challenge, which happened in January of this year. I saw a uh, a promo for that new show that they're going to be on in January. It's called The Chase. It will feature the three of those guys, but instead of them competing against one another, they will be the the genius on the show. So this is a show uh, that apparently has been on in the UK for years. And it's really cool because what essentially happens is Sarah Haynes, by the way, she's going to be hosting it. She's okay. really lovely. Oh, I, I love really like her. her. She's adorable. It's described as a heart-racing quiz show where three competitors must pit their wits and face off against The Chaser, a ruthless quiz genius determined to stop them from winning cash prizes. So each hour-long episode will be a fast-paced battle of brain power per the press release where contestants are challenged to think faster than they ever thought possible to answer up to 166 questions across all topics. So James Holzhauer, the aforementioned Ken Jennings, and Brad Rutter will all take turns as the chaser, who's essentially trying to stop the contestants from winning money. 
Okay. So instead of chasing each other, they chase the contestant. That does sound kind of fun. How do you think... (laughs) Is anyone going to win, though? Right? That's a good question. Or is it just going to be the pain train of everyone... I, Will they bring back parting gifts now for this? <laughs> like they really have to beef up their some parting rice aroni. Yeah. Um, I have questions. Come on, Bubba. Do you consider yourself good at trivia? Mm, no, like so so. I mean, Jeopardy is a different level of trivia. Yeah, that's I can very usually difficult. get like somewhere between four and six questions right on Jeopardy. What was that game? Trivial Pursuit with the pies. Yeah. The yes, little queen. pieces of the... Um, you know, you. I feel like I can always do well in one or two categories. But mm. after that, I wonder if these people are just naturally smart and really paid attention in school. Or if they read a lot. Or if they really study for these game shows. What if we offered a D, all of the above? Okay. I bet you it's natural gifting practice, study, being well-read. Some of those questions, though, it's like, how do you know that? Yeah. Like, they, some of them are just, like, about foreign countries, and it's just crazy weird. I think some of them said that they uh, they would read, like, encyclopedias. Wow. Do you, you know? think they have friends? <laughs> uh, well, we could go I through that one by one. In the house, I, I get it during a pandemic, but geez. Your, your friend is the piles of money that you make on mm-hmm. shows. <laughs> right? a, let me see. Let me see. I might be able to pull up. I'm going to pull up some um, Jeopardy questions. That's what I'm have right in front oh of me gosh, right now. Me too. I'm so bad at trivia. Welcome really to the teen. Bad. I took us to the now teen practice the teen test. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other one was adult and then college. I can't even pass the. Uh, are you the baby one? Than a fifth grader? I'm just <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, but at you trivia. have to keep in mind they're learning all this stuff uh, yeah. at the time in which they're being asked the questions, and the grown-ups. This is long behind them, you know, like algebra and science and mm. some of the, you know, yeah. Shakespeare. Shakespeare called this couple a pair of star-crossed lovers. Okay, that's easy. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord, I have to type this in. Now all the pressure's on me. Disney movies. Oh, that's nice. Disney movies. Uh, Thumper. Is this title Disney character's best friend? Bambi. Bambi? Bambi. All right, we'll submit. <laughs> Here we go. And submit it. Here, I'm going to give you some. Oh, they didn't tell me. <laughs> oh, okay, Lord. here, I have the answers here in front of me, okay? All right. <sighs> okay. In a 1952 novel that begins off the coast of Cuba and ends on shore three days later. <laughs> the old, what is the old man in the sea? Yes. Oh, no way. No way. Oh, my word. Uh, <laughs> I should probably do Jeopardy. You probably should. <laughs> oh, my God. Two questions that he's in. Yeah. Like the listen to this the this verb is the last word in Robert Frost's poem Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. I mean, what? B. What is B? Sleep. The answer Shh, is sleep. Up. Another one. Go. Come on. We this got country's authors have won more Nobel liter- literature prizes than any other including the US. Ba-doo. What is Italy? France. Man, 
Keep going. All right, all right, all right. Uh, it's where Philip Nolan asked to be buried. What is under my house? <laughs> that was my real response. <laughs> Trebek would have never laughed at a contestant. Sorry, at C, at C. I should have said that. You that was should my have. All right, here, uh, I'll give you an easy one. Okay. The only native Californian to win the Nobel Prize for literature. Oh, yeah, super easy, Donna. Who is... The year was 1940. Oh... Well, that's your wheelhouse. <laughs> 1940. Who is? J- 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 John. John. Who's John Skay? Who is John Steinbeck? Yep. Ding, ding, ding. I don't know how you did it. That was fabulous. Thank you. When we come back, if you see something, you should say something, right? Hang on one more. Capital cities. All right. I have it. This capital of New Zealand is the southernmost national capital in the world. Capital of New Zealand. New Zealand. Um, Auckland? Auckland. Auckland. Oh, Auckland. Auckland. That's Auckland. good. Uh, and they're not telling me if I got my answers right. Oh, so let's just assume you did. Piece. Okay. But ding. Okay. Yay. Um, Kanye West is being sued. Mm-hmm. Dawn is going to tell us why when we return on the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Welcome back. Hey, uh, it you makes cool me cats. uncomfortable. <laughs> really? Yes. The sound like of I'm... the mouth horn? No. Or the... Just huh? being sexy? I feel like I'm listening to oh. her talk on the phone with somebody, and I picked up the other receiver, and I'm like, Ew! Oh, Lord. Like that woman, did you read that story, you guys? Uh, the woman whose grandmother yes. accidentally oh, sent her a Lord. nude picture? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, she <laughs> saw something and said something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Just to follow up on the grandma story. um, So she meant to send it to her quote unquote friend, Brian. Brian. But she realized that she sent it to her granddaughter. Probably like Brianna. (laughs) Right? And exactly. And yeah, so she's just like, honey, I'm so sorry. Please delete that picture from your phone. Mm. That'd be tough. I mean, to, be, not to delete it, but just to no, get no, that just out to, of your head. To have an, mm. any family member send you that. No. Oh, right? Anybody. Yeah. But if you're not at your taut, tautest phase of your even if you are physical existence. Yeah, I know. But even worse, if it's, you know, <laughs> loosey-goosey. And maybe it isn't. I don't know. Listen, I'm loosey-goosey right now. I'm 37. But you can't help but think, you know, grandma and the... the 
Well, I don't know that I'd be sending a picture, though, if I was yeah, that maybe. Yeah, true that. True that. Oh, man. Anyway, Kanye West is being sued. Oh, well, sometimes you read things and you think, maybe this was just a misunderstanding. But I doubt if somebody owes you a million dollars, it's a misunderstanding. Oh, no. Um, so his Kanye West Sunday Service Choir, they're taking legal action against him and Live Nation because he did not compensate them for overtime um, payments. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was produced by Live Nation. It took several weeks to plan at the Hollywood Bowl. But then there were were several last-minute changes due to Kanye's demands. And so over a dozen workers weren't paid as a result in the choir itself. So um, they have a million-dollar lawsuit. For failing to provide pay stubs and failing to pay minimum wage and overtime. Oh, no. God, he's probably one of those people who just is makes people wait and wait and wait. Mm. Yeah, maybe days of changes. And it's like we have to work all night long to get this done. Those kinds of things. And so many people go into creating something like that at the Hollywood Bowl. It's like, pay up, Kanye. Maybe he just forgot... Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I've never heard of him not paying people. I don't know. It's like $5 to him, isn't it? Yeah, right. right. Yeah, the percentage. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even oh, know that shoot. that mattered. I didn't even know oh. I didn't pay my $26 utility bill. It's something yeah. like that. Right? <laughs> right. I know. Here, let me just grab that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, speaking of Kanye, his wife, Kim, man, she's still doing that. Um, she's doing a four-year apprenticeship, you know, to become a, a lawyer. And she's just really working on this prison reform. Um, She has, she's kind of uh, tagged the new, um, what do you call him? The um, county attorney for Los Angeles County. He is the new DA. Okay. Okay. And she had posted something and then he reposted her comments on his Instagram story saying, thank you, Kim Kardashian. We need all hands on deck. She had posted that Los Angeles County is the largest jail system in the mm. country. Yeah. And it's home to the largest jurisdiction in the state. And she said, these changes out of the DA's office are the change that we've been waiting for. And I hope they have a ripple effect across the country. So now this guy wants to meet with her to kind of go over some ideas on mm. prison reform. I mean, this is fantastic. Really, um, it's a, what an unexpected chapter yeah, in her story, huh? Definitely. I mean, Sheesh. she helped lobby for a stay of execution for um, a man named Rodney Reed not too long ago. And she was with him on death row when word came down that his execution was stayed. Oh, my. So she's got some, she's got some power right now and it's not going on unnoticed especially by the the da and also by joe exotic Mm. what he (laughs) yeah i said joe exotic i feel like we slipped went back to like an old tape of the show something just happened (laughs) no he has been trying to get a pardon for months to no avail right Yes. So now the Tiger King is going to Kim Kardashian. He's serving a 22-year prison sentence for hiring a hitman to kill Carol Baskin, among other crimes. So he wrote her this letter asking her for help, not as Joe Exotic, but as a human being, as a person. He's like, if you could just take 10 minutes out of your life, 
place a call to President Trump to look at my 257-page pardon, um, he'll see all the evidence. I'm innocent. And if you could just ask him to sign my pardon so I can return home to my family. Um, he said you can make the call and no one even know, has to know that you did it. But somehow oh. we know that yeah, we he's know. asking. Uh, we know. So I wonder if she will look at his his stuff. Boy, good question. That's uh, that's that's weird. I don't know. Should he be pardoned? I don't I know don't the Tiger know. King story, but I think if you hire a hit man, hit well, man, he's saying he didn't hit person. <laughs> he said, "I've lost fifty-seven years of work, my zoo, my animals. My mom has died. My dad is dying. I've been taken away from my husband." And everyone's so busy making movies and getting interviews and selling stuff and dressing up like me that they forgot that I'm a real life person. Mm. That'll be just real interesting mm. to see what happens there. Yeah, you're right, Donna. Mm. No, thank you. I wonder if she will <laughs> if she will read his stuff or if she's just like, no, dude. You know, I don't know if the Tiger King is who... Kim wants to have on her resume right? of trying to get more serious, you know, reaching out to another reality star of sorts. Right. I don't know. That sort of feels like it undermines her credibility. Yeah, you're right. She really has come a long way. Yeah. That is incredible. Here's something about Tom Brady. In April, Tom Brady got a $960,000 PPP loan for his uh, merchandise company, supplement company. It's called TB12. This was as you know part of pandemic relief from the federal government. Okay. Well, just last week, Tom bought himself a new multi-million dollar yacht. He's playing right now under a two-year, fifty million dollar deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it has just raised the question: Tom Brady, not the only rich person who took the money, though they may have been able to just cover it on their own, but maybe not a great look. To have gotten taxpayer money, I bet a lot of to buy the yacht. Rich people have have done this. Now, yeah. if he was using that money to pay employees, sure, I don't have a problem with it. But if he's just pocketing that, yeah, and bigger businesses need need bigger loans. Uh, the one tweet says Tom Brady's company took almost a million dollars in PPP loans, while fifty two percent of small businesses that applied didn't get any. Oh man. Ugh. Yeah. But what can you say? He's handsome. Yeah, he's handsome. But did he have to buy the yacht? He could have just held off on the yacht. Deaf. Yes. I would have waited until the summer. Yeah. To get the yacht. Maybe late. It's called summer. Viva Avida. Viva Avida. Viva Avida. Avida. Okay. All right. Um, on that note, Dawn is going to have a dirt alert coming up momentarily, and also. Um, You know, the year-end lists are coming out. We'll tell you the best songs of the year, at least the top three. We'll give you those.